Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, looking in the mirror may lead to more eating. Oh, Apparently, no. yeah. I'll reveal. Plus, I'll share what's in the news recently. Uh, couples who consistently refer to themselves as we may get on the nerves of singletons everywhere. We'll talk about that. And a Valentine's Day traditions from around the world. And Mindy will share etiquette tips to use when you are a guest in someone's home. So listen up. <laughs> listen up. Welcome those of you. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what, hang on. Where was I? Uh, so yeah, there we go. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcast. You think I know this by now, right? I don't have to read it. Right. You think I know it as much as I say it. Mindy, how are you? I'm very good. And uh, what are your midweek highlights so far? Hmm. What's up, Wayne? Missed you on Monday. Wayne's in the chat, by the way. Ethan's in the chat as well. Yeah. My, my nephew, yeah. Ethan. Hello, uh-huh. Ethan. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not sure if I have too many this week, no, to be honest. No highlights for Mindy. No, I was trying to think of any. I can't think of any. So hmm. do you? Uh, well, I I started in a newer, newish, newer position. Uh, same same job, but we're I'm a lead over there, so we switched sides there's two sides to the area where i work and uh it's been good i've it's been a nice little bit of a break actually it's busy work and see uh, i told you it would yeah it's busy work and i am on my feet uh a lot but um yeah the 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 stress of the other side is is you totally on different feet before well no i would I, well i would yeah well no i wasn't i would sit down at the desk I'm just kidding. What, what are you making fun of me for? What are you making fun of me? That you're saying you have to be on your feet to work? Nobody. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, usually you use your feet to walk around. To work. Okay. Was... <laughs> okay. You're 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 test you're just going for some sarcasm there, mm-hmm. huh? Yes, I would be on my feet. Okay. You know, I got a little something about sarcasm. What's up? So this podcast might be about oh sarcasm. Good. Anyway, so it's different. So my highlight is that it's been a nice, it's been busy. I've been tired when I got home, but it's been a nice break. So I'm enjoying that a little. Well, good. So that's my highlight. Didn't it didn't it didn't uh, shake loose any highlights for you? No, you know, except you know the week's almost over. Yeah, that is nice. So I am looking forward to that. One more day of work, and then we get to enjoy some time off. Mm -hmm. They call that the weekend. All right, well, cool. Well, then you got nothing, so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Wayne says, at work, brought back memories, kept trying to type in. Oh, you're at work right now, Wayne? That's pretty cool. Is he at work now? Yeah, I was wondering why, because I thought he was uh, yeah. on days. So maybe yeah. he's back tonight. Maybe so. Or maybe he was just working a long overtime day or something like that, which happens, which happens. All right, well, let's get into our topics for today. And I will say, I've been behind on daily doses. Uh, usually what I like to do with the daily dose, if you haven't listened yet, it's a short little podcast, little topics and stuff like that. It's just me all by my little self, uh, but but it's fun. Um, and I'm, I was behind because I, I just didn't feel like recording Sunday. It was the weirdest thing. I just I came in here and I tried it and I was, it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ugh. And then I watched the Super Bowl and my intention was to come home and do it. And then I didn't do that. So I've just been kind of behind. I like to be a day ahead. Uh, but luckily I've been able to kick them out. But um, yeah, just been a little bit behind. 
I don't want that to happen next week. I'm going to be a little more prepared. Yeah, well, you have a little bit longer weekend. Yeah. Hopefully. So Wayne, to clarify, to, to clarify, <laughs> to clarify <laughs> Jesus, uh, he says, I was listening back at work, thought it was, uh, thought it was live. Oh, I get you. Oh, I get okay. you. Because yeah, that's uh, Wayne, for those of you. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, Wayne's been listening for a while and he used to work second shifts and uh, second shift. And he used to listen to us live at work and would comment and all that good stuff. All right, let's move into this here. Overweight humans are more unhealthy uh, and tend to live shorter lives than correct weight humans, whatever that is. So it should come as no surprise that researchers at the university of Liverpool have found that overweight dogs have lifespans about two and a half years shorter than dogs that maintain an ideal weight. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on how to keep your dog from being overweight? Well, I don't think we have a problem with ours because we feed them what they suggest and yeah. they seem to stay within weight. But we have so, had overweight dogs in the past. Which one? You, you think Amanda was? Uh, Amanda was a little overweight. Jake started to become overweight towards the end of his life, but that was that's about it. Only a couple, but still, I'm probably just cutting back on their food a little bit. Yeah, just cutting back and picking the right food. I, you know, I think, I think people tend to feed their pets, uh, you know, food from from your plate, and I don't think that. Well, we've never done that. No, we, I know it, but I'm saying I think that tends to make yeah animals overweight is by eating people food. Yeah. And exercising as well. Uh, we're talking about our dog, Amanda, <laughs> who's a Sharpay and who was a Sharpay and she just didn't really like to do much. Yeah. She just laid around and you know, these dogs, the pit bulls, they'll run around the backyard and you know, they're very active and they like to uh, you know, <clears throat> go for walks and all that good stuff. Of course it's up to you to take them for walks, but, um, I took Amanda for walks. It just it didn't make a difference. She just, she just looked like a pot belly pig. She sure did. Uh, extraterrestrials in the chat says, don't feed them. That'll work. That'll get them every time. That'll get them every time. All right. Next thing here. If you're trying to lose weight, speaking of weight, if you're trying to lose weight because you think it will improve your appearance, you might think that looking in the mirror would motivate you to keep your diet goals on track. But any stimuli, including photos of other people's bodies that make you think about your appearance may actually lead to you eating more regardless of your appetite. Research conducted in the Netherlands revealed that whether you're looking in the mirror or at a model or even photos of your friends on Facebook or Instagram, you're thinking about outward appearances and that can be deeply distracting. Mm -hmm. This can muddle the messages uh, your stomach sends to your brain to signify you're full and make it especially hard to resist food regardless of your appetite. That is so odd. Really? You're going to look in the mirror and get hungry? It is a little odd. Or look at your friends and get hungry? Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with it. I do think that looking into the mirror is a um, a guide. You think it's a guide? Yeah, it's a... (laughs) You look fat, you probably are fat. Well, it's true. Don't eat. But I, uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, extraterrestrial ET says, I'm extremely fat and women love me. Well, there you go. Well, that's good. Good for, good for you, ET. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. But yeah, looking in the mirror, I think also the scale, you know, you've got to get rid of that thing. You know, I don't know. Mindy does it. Do you think it? I think it's a measurement. It's just a tool. What if, if you do it too much, though? If you're re- looking at it too much? Well, then it's a problem. How often do you look at your scale? I have to do it once a week because I have to weigh in. Weigh in? 
All right. Because I have other women that I'm in the, uh, not a, not a contest, but we're uh, accountability. There you go. Accountability partners. That's right. All right, cool. Well, let's move on to this. This is uh, what's in the news recently. First thing here, California man uh, Paul Svoboda was with his six-year-old daughter in August when he realized his wedding ring was missing from his finger at the beach. Svoboda enlisted the help of metal-detecting group The Ring Finders, uh, but they weren't uh, they were unable to find find it despite two sweeps of the beach. Then late last month, Svoboda received a call from Rick. Rolsheim. Rolsheim said he found the ring while metal detecting on the beach the previous week and asked friends if they knew anything about the unusual ring. A friend who is a member of the Ring Finders gave him Svoboda's information. Nice. Pretty cool, huh? Right? Reunited with your ring. That, that rarely happens. And so. that they found him and that someone gave it up. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you got one of those detectors... Uh, aren't you looking for your own little treasures? Yeah. And not looking to give the treasures back to people who lost them? They're looking to cash whatever they find in, probably. For your treasures. Probably was a nice ring, maybe. And maybe it had a, like an engraving on it or something. And they're like, oh, I probably should give this back. Thank, that's awesome. Round of applause for people with a conscience. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right, next thing here. Deputy U.S. Marshal David Timothy Moon was touring a Phoenix home for sale last May. While his real estate agent was in another room, Moon, Moon went inside a three-year-old girl's bedroom. Oh, no. He focused on the laundry hamper in the corner. He dug through the dirty laundry and pulled out what appeared to be the girl's underwear. Okay. Video shows Moon appeared to hold the underwear close to his face and appeared to smell it. Oh, this is... Wow. Minutes later, he returned to the bedroom for a second round with the preschooler's clothing. Uh, When he leaves the room for the second time, he appeared to notice the nanny cam. (laughs) He quickly covered his mouth and said a curse word. After hearing of the allegations, the U.S. Marshal Service fired Moon age 50. Uh, During sentencing last week, Moon said, this is by far the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Wow. He will be allowed to serve unsupervised probation. You know, there's something wrong. I was talking to, I was talking about this exact thing with the coworker. I, there is something wrong with somebody that looks at little children like that. Yeah, I, like there is a, a massive brain malfunction. Absolutely, and and well, just even if you take away the child, uh, sniffs underwear. <laughs> wow, there's fetishes out no there. No way, but not children. That's just gross. It's gross, but also so is sniffing underwear. Yeah, that is Mindy. It. I am not sniffing your <laughs> used ass crack. <laughs> I, I am not pulling your underwear out of the hamper and going, how was her day? <laughs> that is so gross. Not doing it. And you know what? T- yeah, I'm not doing that to yours as no, well. No, no. Nobody wants to smell that. What after. if I had a, an, ex- an exceptionally itchy anus that day? Okay, that's just gross. And went digging in there through the chones. Wow. 
Next thing here, a Chinese tourist turned heads after she was caught casually airing out her underwear, speaking of underwear, at an airport. While waiting to board her plane, the woman decided to take the opportunity to dry out her wet underlings, underthings, uh, on the- Under what? <laughs> underthings on the backs of seats. He said underlings. Underlings, I did. Airport employees told her to put her belongings away and no, and no further action was taken. So she's drying out her underwear. Wow. What's going on with airport. underwear in your uh, it's a, segments it's today? It's it's airport. It's an underwear, <laughs> <laughs> an underwear segment. Oh, All right. Last thing here. Florida authorities uh, said Daniel Christopher Booth had warrants for his arrest for allegedly selling meth. Booth works in construction, and deputies went to the job site to arrest him, but say he ran. Booth jumped into a pond to escape a police dog, uh, uh, to escape a, a police dog, but deputies just waited until Booth finally had to come up for air. Mm. Uh, a charge of resisting arrest was added when he was booked into jail. Yeah, where he belongs. And that's your uh, news. That's what's in the that news recently. That was quite recently. interesting. Yeah, thought so. It's huh. always good, right? It's fun stuff. <laughs> Moving on to Mindy's entertainment news. Yeah. It's entertainment news with Mindy. Gonna get yourself some entertainment news. All right. All Eva right. Mendez wasn't going to let anyone get her down. She showed off her stylish new haircut on Instagram on Saturday, but the conversation quickly turned to Mendez defending herself after a troll wrote, she's getting old on her post. Oh, come on now. Instead of ignoring it, Mendez had the best response about the beauty of aging, writing, yes, you're right. Thank God I'm getting old. That means I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be 46 soon. And grateful every day that I'm aging. Was your comment supposed to make me feel bad? It didn't. When another user came to her defense, Mendez wrote, let's make it all about love for 2020. So thanks for the love, sending it right back. 46 is not that old. just going to say 46 is uh, definitely not old. I just turned the 4-5. I feel great. I'm um, a silver fox, as Mindy calls me. I'm not that <laughs> silver yet, though. You're but not. I'm getting there. I just said that to, you know, frustrate you. Right. Uh, Antonio is sending me uh, a oh. picture. Okay. I'll just say, I'll picture. <laughs> right now? Right now. And I it's said, important that we look at it? And I told him, I'm podcasting right now. <laughs> I can't look I'll at look it. I'll look at it. Uh, okay, so Pamela Anderson next mm -hmm. and her new husband, movie mogul John Peters, have split less than two weeks after their secret wedding. Mm -hmm. In a statement, Anderson said, we would be very grateful for your support as we take some time apart to reevaluate what we want from life and from one another. We have mutually decided to put off the formalization of our marriage certificate and put our faith in the process. News of the split comes just eight days after Anderson posted her first photo of she and 74-year-old Peters, a married couple to her Instagram stories. And I was like, how old is Pamela Anderson? I don't so know. I, I looked it up. She's 52. Okay. Well, Papa Bear in the chat, he's 50. He'll be 50 in March. Nice. March what? Mindy's birthday is the 22nd. Mine. I just turned. Mine. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> okay, Mindy. Uh, lastly, the Los Angeles Lakers took 
to the court on Friday for the first time since Kobe Bryant's tragic death and afterward, after thousands of fans were given mementos honoring the legendary star. Many took to eBay to sell them. Wow. Shortly after the Lakers lost to the Portland Trail Blazers, yeah. multiple listings began appearing for the Kobe Bryant Come tribute on. shirt. Keep that, the shirt! That was given to every fan who attended the game at the Staples Center. Stupid. Bidding quickly skyrocketed, in many cases reaching more than $500. Wow. Although many were interested in getting the coveted giveaway, others thought the online sale was tasteless. And I agree. I think it is too. Tasteless. I mean, I mean come on. Turn the music up here because it's closing out. That's right. Um, yeah, definitely tasteless. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't have done that myself. Would have kept it, obviously. But I am a Lakers fan and uh, no, a Kobe fan, obviously, because I'm a Lakers fan. Uh, that was that was a bummer. I watched the game. Uh, really cool the way the tribute that they did at the beginning of the uh, the the game. But then the Lakers. They lost. It was I was so bummed that they lost. But I get it, you know, mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of emotion, I'm sure. They were a little bit drained. The next day they went up to Sacramento and won. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? But that All was right. that was good, Mindy. Thank you for that. Let's move on to the question of the podcast. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Question of the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Questions, questions. Question of the podcast. I got a question for you. Question for you, question of the podcast. Will your answers for me, answers for me. You heard the jingle, you know it's the question of the podcast. And Wednesday happens to be our listener participation question. So we throw that up on the social media and we have listeners respond. And not maybe some of them don't listen, but they do, do respond, which we like to feature their responses. So you guys have the chance to respond right here, right now, live in the chat if you'd like to. The question is this, what live sporting or music event would you like tickets for? This is Carol Chappell's inspired question of the podcast. Mindy? Uh, what is your answer? Have you thought about it? You said you weren't sure before we started. I have. So I'll just throw a couple out. You know, sporting, I'm not really into sports. I was thinking maybe um, the Olympics. It's also a music event, though. Yeah, I was thinking, though, maybe music. I mean, the Olympics, uh, mm. gymnastics for music. I was like, gosh, who would I want to see? I like a lot of music. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I I, was, I don't know. The first one that popped up was Stevie Nicks. But if I were to That's like good. put good those aside, you know who I'd really want to go see? Who's that? Oprah Live. Oprah Live? <laughs> or Ellen DeGeneres. Those are oh, talk show sweet. hosts, yeah. but... That's different, I, but... it Yeah. That's, Oprah doesn't really do a show anymore. Well, she does, but it's different. Uh, Hamza H in the chat said, OMG, I was about to say Stevie Nicks. Yeah, that's someone I would love to see before. You know, she's getting up there. Yeah. So I was, I, I would love to see her. Papa Bear said, I met Ellen. That's cool. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Now, a uh, little bit, little backstory, Papa Bear. Where did you meet Ellen? Did you, was it a stand up show or something like that? Okay, my answer is this. Um, he said before she was on TV, so it was probably a stand-up show. My answer is this. I would would like to see Sting. Well, we probably will do that this year in Las Vegas because he's gonna be in He's gonna do a residency. Residency yeah. there. <clears throat> I looked at the schedule. It's he's like it's a residency, but it's like it's not really a residency. The residencies, when people will do one, they're like doing a show almost every night. He's doing one a week. 
Mm-hmm. So, but still, I, that's one thing I would like to to uh, to go to. I would love to see Sting. I would love to hear some of the Police songs. Me too. Uh, actually, I love a lot of Sting's you know original songs after the Police. So for me, that's huge. I can't think of a sporting event. I don't really like going to sporting events personally. I think it's really crowded. The parking is tough. You know, like if we if we see Sting, it's like well, let's just Uber to the hotel, right? You know what I'm saying and. It's not going to be any different than any other night in Vegas. It's always crowded there. Mm. So, you know, like a sporting event, there's traffic. Like I've gone to Kings games in LA. I was going to say, that's the only one I can think of is would be hockey. Yeah, but I've been to the hockey games. I don't even, maybe the, maybe the game, game seven of a Stanley cup or something like that. Uh, but even that, I'm not that, I'd rather watch at home. I really would rather watch at home because I can, you know, you can snack, you can go to the bathroom, you don't have to leave your seat, you know, it's all that. So that, personally, that's me. Uh, right now, the only thing I can think of would be Sting. I would want to go see Sting. I know it's funny to say that. I probably would have that same answer had I not even known that he had a residency in Vegas. Right. But uh, he's just one of my favorite artists and I'd love to see him. Or Bob Marley, if he was still alive. That would be an awesome concert as well. Mm, absolutely. So, all right. What are the what are the listeners saying or the folks saying on Facebook? I'll catch up on the chat here in a minute. Yeah, I was going to say do. you'll have to help me out with that. Okay. So first up, since this was Carol Chapel's uh, inspired question, right? Her answer is: I would like to have the tickets to go to Glastonbury Festival. Mm. Never been to a music festival. Not sure how I would cope with being around so many people and the basic living conditions. Uh, this year, the headline acts are reported to be Paul McCartney Ooh. and Taylor Swift. Okay, well, that's... Mm. It's probably like a, a mixture of it's different probably, artists. It's probably like a festival like uh, Lollapalooza or something like that. You know, one of those type of festivals. Absolutely. Next up is Steve said, next year they are having the Louder Than Life Festival here in Lu- Louisville. And Louisville. Louisville. That's yeah. right. Yeah. With Metallica headlining each night with a different set. Mm. Plus, it if rumors are true, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest are supposed to be doing a tour together and uh Ramstein is coming to tour too. Nice. So all of those shows. Cool. Yeah, that, I'm not a metalhead, but uh that's for a metalhead that sounds like a dream. Right. Jim said Jim Roberts, uh all access passes to either tomorrow's Super Bowl or Next Stagecoach Festival, which Stephanie and David go to Stagecoach all the time. May I say something about Jim for a minute? Yes. Jim doesn't listen to our podcast. I know that he doesn't. But even if he does, he, he's going to hear this. Okay. Jim is a funny guy. I like Jim. He's, uh, he, you, he, you work with him. He was my former lead when I worked in that department. He's been in that department a long time. He's a really great guy. I like him. I have to say that first, but Jim is one of those conspiracy theorists, right? Mm -hmm. So he, what, my biggest question is this, and maybe anybody can, can chime in in the chat. What he roots for his teams. He loves San Francisco teams. He loves the, the, uh, the giants, the baseball team and the 49ers, the football team. And, um, but yet he's a conspiracy theorist. So he thinks that the refs are paid. He thinks all of those things. So if you think all of those things and you legitimately think all of those things, why are you still rooting for sports? If it's all fixed, why do you still root for it? Uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that like, what, what do you care for then? If, so if, if well, you're because cons- his team lost, exactly. That's my point. You're, 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 uh, <laughs> you're a convenient 
uh, conspiracy theorists when it's not convenient <laughs> for you, when it's convenient for you. So what if the what if the 49ers won? Are we now, uh, do you believe that they actually won or was it, was it bought? You know, that kind of thing. Right. I just don't know how you can root for anything when you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I was going to say, I know his team lost, so. Uh... Yeah, he did. And he blamed the refs. Blame yeah. the refs. And he wrote this probably before. Yes, he did. Okay, so Marcia said, I wanted to see Hamilton in New York City when we were there, but no tickets. So I'm assuming Bummer. that's a play. That's a play, yes, it is. Uh, Tina said, Motley Crue. It's a musical. Motley Crue, huh? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not. Um, She's a hesher, as they say. Yeah. Uh, Shelly and Bella um, said, my music concert would involve a time machine. I would love to go back and see the Beatles and uh. Elvis to feel the hysteria and the hype. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. then they that's said, a great answer. my sporting event would be a courtside seat for any of the Olympic women's beach volleyball matches. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, because they look pretty hot in okay. those bikinis. You just like the ass that's hanging out. I do. <laughs> I have to admit it. I do. Uh, Angie said, I would like tickets to go see The Revivalist mm. in Detroit this March. Will you buy them for me? Nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry, Angie. <laughs> uh, Carol said, Jason Aldean is coming to oh, yeah. Jonesboro. The end of this month, I'd like to see him or Luke Bryant. That'd be a good show. Uh, mm. My buddy Rich Redmond, the drummer, is in that band. Well, I wouldn't call him my buddy. We're not friends. We don't hang out. You don't so hang out. I can't call him my buddy. Yeah. He's not my buddy, but I've interviewed him, and we text once in a while. Yes. But still. Okay, so Emily said concert would be a country concert festival featuring only my favorite artists. Boarding mm. event would be a Yankees winning World Series game. Or a Chargers winning Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. If that were to ever happen in my lifetime. Leon in the chat says, I got two tickets to paradise. <laughs> okay. And that, let me see. I think I have one more. Nice. And I think it's from Jessica. Okay. Yes. She said, World Series or ticks to see Radiohead. Oh, I liked Radiohead. But I'm a creep. I loved that That's song. That's a, yeah, good one. Papa Bear says, tickets to Corn for me uh, or the Daytona 500. Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, Wayne says, would love tickets to, uh, hey, ooh, hmm. I don't know what that is. It's an experimental folk band. Uh, their music is based on text and runic inscription. <laughs> Descriptions from Germanic peoples of the Bronze Age. That is too much, Wayne. <laughs> Don't throw that stuff at me. I can't read that. Anyway, Iron Age and Viking Age. Uh, Wayne says, check out their videos. Seeing them live would be intense with all the drums and uh, instruments. Well, we certainly could do that so we know how to pronounce them as well. <laughs> yeah. That's how I would say it. All right, cool, Mindy. Thank you very much for that. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, uh, what always cheers you up when you think about it? Mm, what always cheers you up when you think about it? You can respond to the question on Mindy's Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, and we will feature a response on next Wednesday's show. The Jason and Mindy podcast is brought to you by LowTreeStudios.com. 
uh, a place for podcasts. Check out our website for all the latest from Low Tree Studios, including Models in the Morning, who just released this morning. You got to check them out. Their podcast is great. We love it and highly recommend it. Farewell. LowTreeStudios.com. Farewell. That's the end of the sponsor. Bye. Now, if you're a patron, you're like, um, is this Hermitage? No, it's not. Nope. This nope. is the original etiquette tips that we used for etiquette tips. Mindy has etiquette tips. I do. I haven't done this in a long time. And uh, today I have etiquette tips to use when you're a guest in someone's home. Mm. So if you're in the chat and you can think of anything, uh, go ahead and uh, chime in. Please. Uh, I think it's really important to have manners when you go to people's homes. I was raised that way, and I, you're, I'm always blown away when people come over and there's just no manners. Well, what, is that, what does no manners mean to you? Well, I hit most of these, so okay. should I just go ahead and begin? Absolutely. Is this about manners? Yeah, oh, pretty these much. Are manners, uh, well, then. you know, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're manners. And welcome Stephanie Modell to the chat. I just gave Models in the Morning a nice little shout out. You missed it. <laughs> Hi, Steph. Okay, so the first one up, we're, we're doing etiquette tips uh, when you're guests in someone's home. So the first one is be clear about your arrival and your departure dates. Mm. Make sure you go over the dates of your visit with the host in advance and be sure to respect their schedule. Yeah. Clear it with your host first if you want to bring someone else. Mm-hmm or a date, or children, oh. or your dog. Especially the chitlins. <laughs> Be careful with the chitlins. Exactly. Especially if you're or, um, doing a an adult party. Yeah. Don't bring your kids. Don't bring your chitlins. Um, the next one is bring a gift. Bringing a gift for your host is proper guest etiquette. Yes. But you don't have to spend a ton of money. Try something that you and your host can enjoy together, like a bottle of wine, or a box of cookies. Mm-hmm, that's what I brought. Something. I brought a box of cookies to the Super Bowl party. <laughs> yes. Uh, Leon says, I do have manners, but my dad's friend uh, doesn't. He lives, uh, he leaves the bathroom light on and doesn't flush and wash Oh, hands. gross. Gross. Yeah, that's no How good. do you know that he doesn't wash his hands? Well, you can. How do you know? You can hear someone turn on the water. Are you listening by the door, though? How do you know if I don't wash my hands after I go do? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm just saying if a bathroom is close, like in Stephanie's house, okay, we'll use her house. Okay. The bathroom's close to like where the dining area mm-hmm. is. So if you're sitting there, mm-hmm. you can hear the water turn on. You may not hear what they're doing inside. You can't fart or anything, but. That's true. I haven't heard anybody fart. <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Uh, Leon says, uh, to clarify, I listen. That's how I know. I listen. Oh, and Wayne, Wayne's adding to the list because you wanted people to add. Uh, he says, take your shoes off when you enter the house. Oh, thank you, Wayne. Instantly shows your respect. I agree with that one. Absolutely. You'd be surprised, though, how many people don't want to do that. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so ask, and, that, and this kind of goes with what Wayne just said. So ask about house rules. Don't be afraid to clarify traditions that may differ from home to home. Should you take off your shoes when you get inside the house? Should you leave the door locked when you leave? Mm. 
Uh, which dishes can you put in the dishwasher? Mm, all those things. Yeah, because some people don't like certain things in the dishwasher. That's true. Stephanie says, I always listen for a hand wash and a toilet seat back down. <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> Let a man poop and pee in peace, man. <laughs> um, both Leon and Stephanie. Uh, yeah, creepers in the chat. <laughs> All right. The next one is conserved towels and linens. To avoid making your host do more laundry than necessary, stick to using one towel a week. Mm -hmm. And if you know you'll be going to the beach every day and you're not sure how many towels your host has, bring one with you. Bring a towel? Bring a beach towel. Oh, it's like to a pool party kind of thing. Yeah. Bring oh, your yeah, own yeah. towel. Yeah, I like that. That's like we, we have pool parties here and it's nice when people bring their own towels because I don't have that many. We have about eight. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next one is always offer to help. This is so big. And it's it's such a, even if the person doesn't want you to help, yeah. it's it's asking. No, I'm with you. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll read it. Okay. It says, you can offer to set the table, cook, wash the dishes, fix something around the house, take the dog for a walk, fold laundry, buy groceries, or run to the liquor store. Okay, so were we talking about like overnight stays here? Because taking Anything. the dog for a walk? Oh, okay. All Anything. Right. You, if you're staying in someone's house, mm -hmm. if you're there for a party. I got you. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just they're running through the gamut of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I would say, yeah, go ahead, take my dogs for a walk. You have some fun there. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they may take you for a walk, uh, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> it's all you. Go for it. Anyway, um... Anyway, it's just the gesture. Got it. All right. So bring your own toiletries. So this probably goes along if you're like staying at someone's house. Bring your own soap, your shampoo, yeah. your toothpaste. I have never not done that. Yeah, I, I, I bring my own stuff. I think that would be weird. So if you've just joined us, Mindy's going over whore, her uh, whore. <laughs> She's going over whore. She's going over her uh, etiquette tips for, for being a guest in someone's house. Yes. All right, yes. there you go. Next one is, is respect common areas. Be especially careful to clean up after yourself in the kitchen. Put down the toilet seat. Oh, yes. Turn the lights off when you leave a room and close drawers and cabinets after you open them. Jason, there's nothing worse than having to constantly clean up after your guests. So oh, Wait, wait, why Why did <laughs> you say my name? Because when we first got together, yeah. you would, your mom's this way too. You would open any drawer, any cabinet, and you just walk away. Does it happen at our house now? No, it doesn't. Okay, but I would, then. I would hope that it wouldn't after 50 years of being married to you. Now, Mindy, being a female, you don't stand up and piddle. No. PP. No, I don't. I do. I stand up and piddle. And What's your point? Uh, well, I'll ask the, the guys in the chat. Do you, if you piddle and you get a little bit on the rim, do you wipe it off or do you just walk away? Me? I wipe the rim off. I keep That's the rim fantastic. clean. That's fantastic. Yeah. I think all guys should do that. Point for me. Yes. Uh, let's see. Keep the guest room tidy. Put, oh no, your host put effort into making a nice living space for you. So mm. it's best to keep it that way. Yeah. Make the bed when you get up in the morning and keep your clothes either in your suitcase or put away in the drawers. Nice. Wayne wipes it off, apparently. And Leon says, I also bring my TV and my mom to cook for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I just bring everything, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> just bring bring a whole, you know, posse. Wait, 
do I also bring my TV? Oh, it's a, it's a joke. It's a, like, do I also bring it? They're basically saying, bring everything, do this. It just, what well, should I just move in then? Should I just bring my whole house over to your house? Basically, <laughs> it's sarcasm. I mean, right, is what right, I'm right, detecting right. there. I was late to that. Yeah. Thanks. It's all right. Thanks okay. for that, that recap. No, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. All right. La or, well, I get two more. Leave the house as neat as possible on your last day. Check the bedroom mm. and bathroom for your belongings. Yeah. Then after cleaning it with a hose, strip the bed before you leave. Wipe down the counters of the bathroom. Make sure all Jesus. used towels are in the laundry and all borrowed items are returned. And you know who's super good about, who? about this <laughs> is my friend Tracy. She actually stripped. Wanted to strip down the bed. She oh. asked me, and yeah. I said, "No, no, just leave it there. It's fine." I'd rather them not. I'd rather do it. I, I'd rather them not have to feel like they have to do all that stuff. But it was very polite of her to ask. It was, and I, you know, not many people even ask about that kind of stuff. It's a good point, Mindy. Your last one: leave a gift and a thank you note, which is self-explanatory. So you could leave like a small bouquet of flowers or a handwritten note. All right. Say thank you. Oh, that's, that's Send good. it in the mail. Say thank you for your hospitality. That's a good tip. These are good tips. So Wayne says he has good aim, so he rarely has uh, to wipe off his piddle on the edge of the toilet. <laughs> nice job, Wayne. <laughs> that's great, man. Mm. Maybe I don't have great aim then. Mm. Maybe I just shake a little too hard. Okay. That's, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of goes everywhere. I really don't want to know what you're saying well i don't leave evidence Can but we? if but if stephanie's listening she might go is he shaking too hard in there <laughs> god or leon yeah come on you guys all right many those are good those are good etiquette tips moving on to uh, uh fun facts right is that what you got you got fun you got your fun facts i do up? sweet What is your deal? You're expecting music, huh? I was just, no, you want to know what I was really thinking? Huh? I was thinking, we need to switch that up. I don't care. <laughs> Why do we just got to switch things up? Just leave things the same. People expect them, they like them, leave it alone. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Leon says, I'm getting tired of men. Oh. No, she said peeing mm. on the toilet. Oh. That Mm -hmm. I think you're thinking it's a she. It is a she. It's a she face on there. I'm getting tired of men peeing on the toilet. Uh -huh. That's why I bought that one thing so women could pee like men. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a lady. Are we saying your name correctly? Leon? I just played Kings of Leon to start the, uh, to warm up the show. You did. Before we started here. Jason, what is your fun fact? I don't care. I, I, it's this. I do care. I apologize. Dust from the Sahara Desert has been carried by the wind as far as Chicago. Wow. Chicago. Yes. It's really far. Uh, by the way, Leon says, that's my last name. Okay, we'll, we'll get it right. Here. Nice. Sorry about that. Japan has installed special concrete tunnels under some of their train tracks to allow for turtles to cross the tracks. That's Dorbs. That's Dorbs. Uh, next thing here, a raw steak is about 75% water. Nice. 
get my water intake. Oh, please. <laughs> the word sarcasm, Jason, yeah. can be traced back to the Greek verb sarkazin, mm-hmm. which initially meant to tear flesh like a dog. Damn. And under the little caption, it says, I love sarcasm. It's like punching people in the face with words. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, fun facts complete. So Mindy's talked about, Leon, Mindy's talked about also getting one of those uh, things so that ladies can pee. Yeah, well, I would right? love to have it in the car. Because so you just drain it into a cup There or have been times when we've been on the road and there's no bathroom in sight. Not Really, I would probably just get out and pee. I don't care, but it would be nice, though. Just yeah, to just keep stand going, up. You know, because sometimes we don't want to stop. Well, it's also easier just to stand up and pee than have to squat. You know, and then you make a puddle and then whoops, you slip and now your butt's in your pee. You know, stuff like that happens. Mm, That doesn't really happen, but. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's check this out. Couples who consistently refer to themselves as we may get on the nerves of singletons everywhere, but spouses who use this couple focused language may fare better during conflicts than those who don't. A study found that using personal pronouns such as we, our, and us when talking about a conflict was associated with more positive behaviors between the pair, such as affection, less negative behavior, and lower psychological stress levels during the disagreement. On the other hand, using words that expressed separateness, such as I, Mm -hmm. you, and me. I was just going to say you. It's never has benefited That's, me when I've said, it's Jason, you. Yeah. 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 During the discussion, when you use those pronouns, uh, it's associated with marital dissatisfaction. Oh, that's great. That's great. Try changing it with we. We. I like it. Then it's a group thing. Like, you hey, would feel hey uh, we uh, don't do the dishes. You know, like, hey, what's a good one? Uh, give me a good one. <laughs> hey, we didn't take the trash out. Yeah, that's not a we thing because this one doesn't take the trash out. Hey, we didn't. Um, so that would be a you. Hey, we didn't cook dinner tonight. Hey, what? I don't know what. I'm just, I'm reaching here. <laughs> I'm reaching for something. No, uh, nobody's joining in with me either. So whatevs. All right, so here we go. These are Valentine's Day traditions from around the world. Okay. They're all different. That's coming up and. What are you doing for Valentine's, I have no Jason? idea. You have don't, no idea. do you? And this is lengthy, uh, so bear with me here. Not lengthy. There's, it's, we'll see. You'll see. All right, Valentine's Day in Denmark is a chance for secret admirers to express their feelings with a twist. Instead of sending straightforward love letters, men in Denmark send uh, funny poems called, oof, Gekkebriv. Uh, to the objects <laughs> of their affection. I'm not kidding. It's Gekribiv. <laughs> to the objects of their affection. The paper cut notes are signed anonymously with a line of dots at the bottom, one for each letter in the sender's name. If recipients can guess the secret admirer's identity based on this clue alone, the sender owes them an Easter egg. An Easter egg. Stupid. 
All right, next one here. In, <laughs> yeah. in the 1950s, a chocolate company introduced Valentine's Day to Japan in hopes of cashing in on the Western tradition, but something got lost in translation. Instead of showing more conventional images of men gifting chocolate to the ladies in their lives, early ads insisted Valentine's Day was a chance for women to buy chocolate for men. Oh, I like this. The suggestion resonated with uh, people, and today it's a vital part of Japanese Valentine's traditions. The custom isn't limited to romantic partners in a practice known as Girachuku. Women are expected to buy chocolates for the men in their lives on February 14th, including their male co-workers. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. I like it. Please do that. I love chocolate. All right, people in South Africa, Mindy, mm -hmm. literally wear their hearts on their sleeves on Valentine's Day. It's become a tradition for women there to write down the name of their lovers or their secret crushes. Mm. It's no longer a secret if it's on your chest. Uh, and pin it to their shirt sleeves. It's believed the custom was inspired by Lupercalia, a rowdy ancient Roman fertility festival that also fell in mid-February. Say it with me, Mindy. Feb February. Mm -hmm. A Valentine's Day is a popular wedding anniversary anniversary in the Philippines. Okay. Uh, each year, to honor in honor of the holiday, local governments host mass weddings for couples who may not be able to afford a more traditional wedding ceremony on their own. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, these events are usually preceded, uh, presided over by local government officials. So everybody has a wedding anniversary in uh, in February in, in the Philippines. Next year, Valentine's Day in the United States is all about couples, but in Estonia, singles aren't left out. Their version of the holiday is called Friends Day, and friendship is treated as just as worthy a, a cause for celebration as romantic love. If they are looking for a love connection, single people can ride a, uh, ride a special love bus. Uh, that shuttles them around with other eligible bachelors and bachelorettes, and an orgy ensues. Okay, that's... I added that part. You know, do you remember when you were a kid and you used to go to the store with your parents and you pick out a box of... Chocolates? No. Or the little, little hearts? The Valentine's cards that you'd send to your friends oh, in, yeah. in school. That was so cute. Okay. <laughs> so I just loved that. Dumb. That was so fun. It um, was fun. <laughs> That's my point. How many Valentines did you have? How many candies did you give out? You? I gave Whore! up. <laughs> we did the whole class. You did the whole class? Not okay. I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. <laughs> all right. No, we we would give cards to all the classmates. I know what you you meant. Yeah. Okay. I twisted. Don't make me raise my voice. Papa Bear says, I still get to do that, but then cards for the kids, because I believe Papa Bear's a teacher, teacher okay. of youngins, I believe. Nice. Clarify, please, Mr. Papa Bear. Uh, next thing and last thing, El Salvadorians celebrate Valentine's Day with a game called Secret Friend. Shh. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who's participated in a secret Santa gift exchange around Christmas time will recognize it. A group such... Uh, such as a class of kids writes everyone's name on pieces of paper and draws slips. I like this so far. The name someone picks is the person they have to buy a gift for uh, by Valentine's Day. That's so cute. 
The tradition has a sentimental spin that sets it apart from Secret Santa, though. When it's time to give their gift, the giver must say one kind thing about the recipient. That's the winner. Ding, ding, ding. You like that, huh? I liked it. Did you listen? I did. Ding, ding, ding. I did. Uh, Papa Bear says he's a Head Start teacher. Leon says my GF is going to take me to watch The Grudge. Nice. What's that? Uh, it's a film, yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's about? I don't. We should know these things. We should, but we're, we don't. We're in the pop cultural world. We never world, really pop, get pop, to see movies. Pop culture world. We did watch um, on HBO... We watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, but before that, we watched a movie. Do you remember what the movie was? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't. Yeah. Okay, not- The Grudge. That's a horror film. Oof. No. 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 Yeah, I don't do that. Especially not at Only a in theater. Halloween. Especially not at a theater. We, we break it out on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, we didn't watch good ones this year, though. All right, moving on to Mindy's quote. Get inspired, folks. Here it is. <laughs> All right, your inspirational word for the day is happiness. Happiness. That's right. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Oh, that's sweet. Love it. Next one is happiness is a journey, not a destination. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And your last one is five simple rules for happiness. Number one, free your heart from hatred. Number two, free your mind from worries. Yeah. Number three, live simply. Yeah. Number four, give more. And number five, expect less. Those are good. I like them. That's right. Those are little nuggets of goodness. Thank you, Mindy, very much. You're welcome. That's right. And this week, you're going to like this. Am I? Well, you don't really listen that much. But uh, Criminal Conduct is the new one. It's with John Taylor and our own Javier Leva. Nice. I like Javier. It's, it's just a trailer right now. Why I, do you say our own? He's not our own. Because we've, we've interviewed, interviewed him. Interviewed him and uh, we kind of talk through social media sometimes. He's a good dude. He is Great a good dude. dude. Uh, the trailer, I think, said it's upcoming in spring. Okay. So it's coming out soon. What, what are they tackling? Uh, um, true crime type stuff? Yeah. It was, it's a, a murder. Ooh. So. Murder. And they usually, like, hit, they kind of dive into it and try to. That's cool, man. Javier's doing great stuff. I like Javier. Uh, his, his, if you don't know who he is, we're talking about uh, a gentleman who does a podcast called Pretend Radio. Yes. Which is a great show. Uh, back in the day, I think it was almost two years ago now, we interviewed him. We had him on our podcast. And they do sort of, they kind of investigate it and tear it apart and. Anyway, that's his style. Nice. Uh, the the next one I said on Monday, I'm, s- I'm still listening. It's called Chasing Cosby. Mm. And just wow. That's all I have. Is incredible. This guy was um, and He's I a predator. And I, yeah, yeah. Awful. Speaking anyway. of predators, I I watched. Um, not that we want to speak of predators, but I watched a, a Netflix show called, uh, oh, it was, it was about, oh my God, now I'm forgetting his name, yoga teacher. Oh God, forget it. Move on. Okay. I totally forgot. I don't know why I blanked on his name. Holy well, crap. Well, maybe you'll think of it maybe. as I'm talking. And then the next new one I did, um, is called Dr. Berg's 
and it's intermittent fasting and keto podcast and anything and everything you want to know about that way of eating. Nice. I mean, he has it. Uh, those shows that I've listened to this week is Wreck My Podcast. I've been catching up with those boys. Yeah. He was talking about my burping. Was he? What did he say about it? He doesn't like it. Who doesn't? Well, the guys, they, they all don't like burping on podcasts. Well, that's, you're disgusting, Mindy. I mean, let's be real about it here. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Oh my God. He was hilarious today about the whole, uh, president's, uh, what is, what do they call that union where state of the union, state of the union. Thank mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Chris Hogan, the daily all hell kale chick with a stick models in the morning, the daily dose office ladies and Oprah's super soul conversations. I need to catch up on uh, the wreck my podcast boys, but they did. They were, did they mention your name specifically? Oh, they said Mindy. They were talking about it. So why do you keep doing it if and so many said, people hate it? Yeah, Mindy, I haven't done it in quite a while. You've been good. You've been good, but our our listener Tina also hates it. I don't really care. I do me. Let me look his up doc on Netflix. There it is. I got to get the name, proper name for you here. Nobody's helping you out in the it's chat either. It's Bikram. Bikram, yoga guru predator. Really? You've heard of Bikram yoga, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've since, everybody's since changed the name now to hot yoga mm-hmm. because of all this stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, that came out a few years back. I'll have to watch that. Pretty crazy. So, all right. Well, thank you for your shout outs, Mindy. Uh, wreck my guys. I'm going to catch up on them. I, I reached out to Jordan and got... Uh, Got the information for the feed for the uh, Patreon stuff that we pay for. Yeah, because I kept noticing it. They didn't have any, well, at least on my feed, it was... Just had to refresh it. Yeah. So it's all refreshed and all good to go. Uh, But that's it for our show. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on CastBox, like these amazing folks did this evening, every other Monday and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we won't be back next Monday. We'll be back next Wednesday, though. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page. And also check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. Lots of shows there, including The Daily Dose, Models in the Morning, Bitches Whining, all kinds of stuff going on at Low Tree Studios. The links are provided in the show notes after the show, after I post it. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow evening uh, right here on CastBox at 6.30 p.m. We're talking about marriage. Marriage. We're talking about marriage. And of course, the difference between us is on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from this life's daily grind. That's right. And the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is what always cheers you up when you think about it. Yes. You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page if you're my friend. If you're my friend. We look forward to your responses. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday or tomorrow if you're going to join us on The Difference Between Us. That's right. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.